Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. Luton have a home game for the first time in like a month. Unfortunately for us, after a good first half, we only have to settle for a point, which I guess we're kind of disappointed at. Today we discussed that Huddersfield draw in more detail. We take a look at Nathan Jones. He's been a bit of a saviour since he's been back. He saved us from relegation, but right now, I don't know, are these substitutions, the, the lack of substitutions costing us points? We're going to take a deeper look into that as well. We're also answering your Instagram questions, your Twitter fleets, and a bit earlier on the podcast today, through the day, but I'm joined by Dave and Patara as always. Afternoon, boys. Afternoon. Wasn't an, ideal, afternoon, wasn't an ideal weekend of football, was it, for Luton? No. Do we sound as down as we look? I don't know. I just... <laughs> just it just... What isn't... Oh, we're going to talk about yeah, it in a minute. It's been right? a while, though, It's yeah. one of those, isn't it? It's like... Come on. Just a bit frustrating, isn't it? It's, it's one of them games where you're looking at Huddersfield's away form and I think it's like two draws in nine and the rest have been defeats. So they were there for the taking and after that first half performance, I, I think we should, have, we should have easily got the win, shouldn't we? We should have got, got the second goal at least. And, and that's a downfall and it's been a downfall yeah. quite a few times this season, suddenly, or sadly. Um, yeah, just... It, just deflated because I think we needed the points and we could have got the points. I think that's the that's the disappointment of it all for me. But how are you feeling after the weekend? Uh, it was just, it was, to be honest, mate, it was just a perfect opportunity, wasn't it, to get three points and then, well, and that happens. It's, it's gutting, but like you say, we can't be too downbeat about it yet, but it's getting a bit there, isn't it? It's getting a bit... I feel like we're going to have some um, good debates today because there is going to be talk about are we in a you know, should we be looking over our shoulder? Should we be worried about, you know, the bottom three, you know, gradually creeping up on us? And with the fixtures coming up, we've got some must wins coming up. So we'll get we'll get into that in a bit. Let's start with three word reviews. Aaron says two points dropped. JP says abysmal second half. Lewis says not taking risks. Trace said missed James Bree. Richard says don't look down. Um, Dan says house pots missed. Neville said why sign Nombe. LTFC Dan says don't overreact. And um, many others said, make subs sooner. Definitely was two points dropped though, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely two points dropped. Absolutely. It's a fixture that we expected that we could win. Uh, We we started well and we didn't. So definitely two points dropped. Definitely. And, you know, um, another missed, uh, not taking risks, not taking risks. What sort of risks are we thinking about there? Is that making the subs earlier? Uh, Is that pushing forward more? Um, yeah, exactly. Just go for the second goal in general, just, yeah. which we didn't do. No, and it just felt towards the end of that that you know you could see it was going to happen, and it was so annoying. How do you feel when we're one 0 up and we've still got twenty minutes left, twenty five minutes left, and he's bringing on Glenn Ray? Does that is is that in your head is screaming like we're just trying to settle for this one 0 And do you think then that should be a, a more attacking substitute that we go for the game and go for that second goal? 
Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I might have taken well, it was one of the YouTube boys or whoever it was, or both of you. I said, I think I said it after, or just after half time, this is, we need to score another goal here because they're going to score. 100% they're going to score. And like you said, the whole thing about taking risks, pushing forward, whatever else. And it just, it just wasn't good enough, was it? Really? No. It's just, you know, it gets people down, but. But, you, you know, you know, shouldn't, you, you shouldn't. When you, when you look at that game and you've been to so many games where you could see that happening, you can see the opposition coming onto us and you can see us, you know, defending deeper at times yeah. or, or not getting to the second balls. And you know that that goal is going to come. So as a manager, you should know that too. So for me, you try and make your team play differently. And if that means taking risk, push for go for the two, go for the three goals. Don't settle for the one with 20 minutes to go because, you know, it's always going to bite us on the arse, always. Would yep. you say it was similar to that Nottingham Forest home game, the one where we played 10 men for the whole second half and you, you could just kind of tell that their goal was coming? I, I kind of feel like it was a bit like that game. Would you agree? Yeah. Can't argue with that. Yeah. I mean, wh- why do we think we can settle for one-goal leads when we know we're no good at it? it do you know what I mean? It's How many times we've done this uh, and it just hasn't paid off? So... I don't know, something needs to sort you know, happen um, in the did, second half of games when we're 1-0 up. I mean, I, I, I know we're going to discuss the game before, but you know, when you think about Huddersfield at, at the beginning of that match, they were terrible. They were terrible, mm-hmm. and there is no reason why we couldn't have scored two or three goals in that first half. No reason why yeah, we shouldn't that, have pushed on it, and done Dave. that. What you, but, what you just said there, they are a terrible side. They're not a good yeah, side at all. They're not a good side, and, and, and I, no. I don't like to say that sort of thing about teams, but it was obvious that they were there for the taking. They've been on a bad run of form. Um, and we should have we should have won that game. That's how I feel about it. We should have won. We had one change from the Blackburn game. Berry came in instead of Ray. So I guess you could say off the bat, that's quite a positive attacking change, isn't it? Um, no Ince or Adebayo in the starting eleven. Were you disappointed that neither of them got a starting place? Although I think Jones said about Ince not being match fit. You know, he's not had much. Yeah, football. I was going to say. I think we all knew he weren't match fit. But I mean, Adebayo obviously was match fit. But I think we need to, you know, get him into the squad gradually. But no, I mean, look, it's not about who we started and whatever else. I mean, those players in the park were good enough. Well, I say good enough. It didn't get the result, but you would have thought they'd be good enough at, after one nil up. And I keep repeating it, after being one nil up and going to close the game off. I mean, they've got enough experience between them now, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So not, they're not good players. I mean, in an ideal world, you want your new signings. You think, oh, that's a, that mm-hmm. injection of newness we were talking about last week. Um, but you've got to also remember your guy from Walsall stepping up a division. And a couple of divisions. Yeah. So, you know, then to put him on and he has a bad performance and everybody's going, oh, what'd you buy him for? So, you know, at the end of the day, you're right. The team that we put out was good enough to do a job and they didn't do it. Well, we did take the lead on the 11th minute. Pelly found Cornick um, down the right. And and to be fair, we I have uh, bashed Cornick on his final ball <laughs> in recent weeks and stuff, but... This this cross was just what we won from him more. I think this is what I want more of is that ball across for Collins to tap in. That's his first goal since his hat trick against Preston in December, um, and it was just a good goal, wasn't it? It was it was a good goal, and it's yeah, it, that's what you want more of though this season. Cornick to Collo like that. Yeah, and to be honest, that <laughs> that ball, that little flick around the old corner from Pelly as well, class. But I mean, look, we don't Did do you that just enough, praise Pelly? We? we don't stop the tax. Was that sorry? Did you just praise Pelly? <laughs> Mate, you know, you, you want to say it again, but yeah, you know I am, because on Saturday I'll text you anyway saying, wow, 
fair play Pelly. Yeah. I think I've done the old love faces with Pelly and Cornet, but yeah. But no, it was just it was class all round, wasn't it? Really, it was quick. It was quick thinking. It's what you want. It's ideal. Exactly. Yeah, quick we just, thinking. We don't do it enough. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Quick thinking. Quick passing. Quick movement. And your striker, where we said we wanted to see him on our last podcast, in the middle for a tap in, because that was that. And if he should be there yeah, more I mean, often. Yeah, I think was it one touch from was it one touch from Pelly around the corner. I think two one touch to set himself for Cornick, one touch to cross, and then. Tap in for Collar. I think what four touches or something that if it's that brilliant or five touches. And uh, and eleven minutes in, you're thinking, yeah, we're going to really press on from this. We're really going to, you yeah. know, this is it. We've got the one. We've got an early goal. Let's take it to him. Get two or three. That's how I felt about it. And it's a so goal that looks said, really easy, right. isn't it? It's just a goal that looks really easy. <laughs> yeah, and it might look easy. Yeah, yeah, because you know we exposed how bad their defence was on that move. You know, so you're thinking, well, we've done our homework here. This is going to be, I, I don't like to say an easy game to win, but it should have been an easier tie than we made it. I think just yeah. based on Agreed. how poor Huddersfield have been, like, you you got you look at that as a, we're, if we want to compete and stuff, and maybe, then we're saying stuff that we hate teams saying about us, that you've got to be to beating teams like Luton at home, but teams like Huddersfield, surely we've got to be beating yeah. them home. yeah. But it's not really like that, though, is it? It's more no, like no, the fact no. that we know they weren't actually that good. Let's face it, they weren't that no. great. I don't think they were anyway. They've I mean, I might be, you know, I might have had too many beers by that point. But I don't think they're any good in the day. <laughs> well, they've been so on. I'm poor, not saying, yeah, they've been on round, poor form. They, they've got some quality players. Yeah, they've got some quality players. They ain't wrong, but you need to kill off teams when they're not playing well, and they're not playing well at the moment. Like you said, True. it's not teams like Huddersfield or teams like Luton or whatever. It's not like that because we're realistic. But it's more. Ah, uh, it's more. I don't know what it is. It's just. It's just frustrating, isn't it? I can't yeah. explain it. But you, you get what I'm saying, though. Well, we should have made it 2-0. Potts hit the post mm. from Pelly's cross. Did he hit the post? Um, mm. I'd, I, Yeah, he hit the post. Did he? But it was like, what, a yard out, two yards out? And yeah, about two yards out, probably about that, yeah. It's one of them ones where he's kind of... You feel like if it just hit his head, it goes in. It's like he's almost... He's just got to get it straight. Just Straight on that yeah. net is op- it's, it's empty, isn't it? He's almost done like too much yeah. and it's been redirected onto that post instead yeah. of it, you know, it could have just hit him and gone in. It, it, is that something that's just, it's just unlucky, isn't it? Like what more can we do in that situation? Put it in the goal. Hit the back of the net. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, hit the back of the net. I think I, there's not one Luton support didn't have the head in the hand saying, how did he not score there? How did he not score? Well, he didn't score because he was trying just to deflect it too far to the left of when he made the, when we made the header. He should have just powered it into the open net. And even if there was someone on the line, they probably wouldn't have stopped it because it was a good height. How far out was he? Two yards? Yeah, you know, yeah literally two. Two yards, you know. You've seen people hit them on the back of the head and go in from them situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, typical us for not taking that chance. Typical. Really annoyed. I think we did a tweet on our podcast page. I went to town. Uh, I think when we when Huddersfield equalised, and it was like when you don't take your chances, this is what happens. And I feel like we've seen that a lot this season, and maybe just us in the championship is you one nil up, you get that chance for you know to go two nil up, and you don't take it, and then suddenly they're back in the game. Mm-hmm. So it's just disappointing, isn't it? Because you think at two nil, especially like potentially going into half time at two nil, it's a long way back for Huddersfield. And you would have probably backed us to to yeah. get them three points. Yeah, I'm, I just it was one of those things where um, you well, you say you would have backed us to get three points, but 
as you know and as you've seen so many times, and I've already said, you could tell that that equaliser was coming. You could tell it was coming. And then, you know, you thought at one all, you're just thinking, they're going to get another one. They're going to get, you know, it wasn't us that you thought we're going to go ahead and go, okay, we'll get back in it. Although we did have a chance almost immediately after, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I just, do you know what, more, it's getting me down, man, thinking about yeah. it. But yeah, like you say, it's, we see, I think we see quite a lot. I mentioned the fact that we miss a lot of chances. I mean, yeah. at one point, I was sitting there saying, well, we were all sitting there saying that we've got a great conversion rate in front of the goal. I mean, we've had one of the least amount of shots, and I think it's all turned around now. We've had chances. We can't take them. I just, I just don't know what it is anymore. But look, it's not... I sound like I'm getting proper depressed about this, don't I? Jesus. But it's not like that. It's, it's more... It's frustrating because we knew we had such a good gap at, at one point to push on. Yeah, and the I... second half of the season, it's looking a bit glum, isn't it, really? Well, I don't want to get too glum about it, but I, I, I generally, again, would say if we were in that stadium, then the result could be potentially different when you've got mm-hmm. all those fans in the stadium too, um, spurring them on, you know, maybe. you know, Because you, you know like when, when, when the town are a little bit lacklustre, you know, and, then the, and the crowd sense that and the crowd try and build it up again, you, you know, that sort of thing, and maybe that might have helped. But, you know, it's just disappointing. It is what it is, isn't it? Disappointing. It is disappointing. what it is. Mm-hmm. So Huddersfield came out in that second half and uh, I don't know, I think they looked a bit more up for it, didn't they? They came out looking a bit just more energised. Um, but realistically, did they, what, did they create much? No like real clear efforts, was it? I think they had one that hit the side netting from the left-hand side um, when he got in around the back of our full-back. But nothing really in that second half from them which screamed, like to me, a clear-cut chance. No. We, we were just poor. We just let them back into it, really. It, that was it. That was just, it. Was just up, it was up to Luton. It was up to them. It's, but just not, didn't control the game enough. Didn't yeah, manage it well. Exactly that. Because although you said nothing screamed out to you, they had more possession than us. They were keeping the ball more than us. They were pushing forward more than us at times. And you and and, and you sit there and go, they are going to score. So whether or not they created much at all, you thought they are going to score. And, you know, you're not proven wrong there, are we? No. Um, so their goal did come from their, from this free kick. Patricia Jacobs put in the notice today, was it a foul? I can't even remember what mm, happened. No, I, well, at the time I was screaming he dived, but I haven't really watched it back, I'll be honest. But at the time, I well, I still think that he dived. Who was it who put the challenge in? Do we know? I don't know. Who, who put the challenge in? I can't even I can't I remember. Can't remember. Pearson? I think it might have been Pearson. Oh, yeah, it was Matty. Matty Pearson got um, mm. pulled back for it, didn't he? Yeah. But, but yeah, to be honest, at the time I was screaming, that's never a foul, never a foul, he's fucking dived, this and that. I think Pearson was saying the same. So I don't know, you have to look it back, boys. But unfortunately, it's one of them things now. We've got to like, suck it up and just take it. And then the free kick comes in. It's one of them them strikes that is to the goalkeeper's side, which I think makes it difficult for mm. Sluga. But you feel he could do better, Batara? Yeah, look, it is a tough one. I'm not going to obviously blame Sluger for it. I mean, but you've either got to be pushing up slightly further out or tip it around or whatever, catch it. To be honest, I think you could even caught it. Maybe I'm just being a bit, you know, obviously frustration's kicking in. Still is kicking in to this day, boys, I'll be honest. I'm still frustrated about Saturday. I can't help it, but maybe, yeah. I'm, like I said, I've seen it back once in the replay and I that's when I thought, ah, oh, Sluger could have done better. But look, can't blame him for everything and I'm not sometimes it happens in football you can't expect your goalkeeper to save everything 
But I don't know. You look back on it and you tell me what you think. It's not just an attacker's right to win the second ball in that, that position. The goalkeeper made a save. Yeah, you want him to push mm-hmm. it in a different position. But, it's you know, your defenders have got a job to do there as well, haven't they? I was going to say, could yeah, we have reacted watching. quicker? Yeah, yeah exactly. Could we have reacted quicker to the... Yeah. And, and this is what I mean by when that strike comes in. And I feel like it's harsh to blame Sluga because it was a low shot. It was pouring with rain at Kenilworth Road at the time. I might have been yeah. like some snow or some sleet or something. Like that's a wet pitch. So for that to, you know, skip across the ground like it did, Sluga to get two hands onto it, could we maybe have just predicted or reacted more to that? Because it, it well, was just... Of course you could have done. Just felt like everyone was just standing and, and waiting and then it's an easy yeah. tapping for Sar, isn't it? Who was appalling yeah, well, after all the, the weekend? That's just the way the second half went, though, wasn't it, really? I just felt like that's the whole second half, like, just looting all, all over in that second half, like I keep saying, but ball watching, you know, people sort of like letting their mate do the work and someone else not following in. I don't know, I just, oh, look, man, it's, it's winding me up again, thinking about it. But, but yeah, you are right, though, about the whole follow-up and, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a collectively, it's a team error. It is. Yeah. Even if it wasn't a free kick, free kick or no free kick, you still got to do better. You've got to defend the set piece. Do you know what I mean? Even get a touch on it if it's coming through. It's, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, very yeah, frustrating. And, you know, on another day, goalkeeper holds that ball mm-hmm. when it's not raining, possibly. Potentially, but it's always a difficult one, isn't it? When it when it's back across the goal like that. And that's the thing, like, these, these players we have are played football long enough to know that a free kick at the keeper's side is quite a difficult one to stop. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Huddersfield reduced to 10 men with like 30 seconds to go. Toffolo was sent off for a tackle on Ray. Um, it's kind of irrelevant, isn't it? I thought it was a red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. 100%. 100% again. I'm saying that again tonight. Yeah. Uh, at the time, I just said that's red. And then when you see the angles on it, definitely red. And then... Yeah, it was dangerous. Yeah. And then everyone... <laughs> Managed to get excited for about four seconds when Ray hit the post mm. in that, that last minute header. And, in, and you just kind of thought that just sums up today, doesn't it? And it's like, you know, we can see the crappy set piece. We, we get this chance in the last minute and it just happens to hit the wrong side of the post and go and can't just come back out. Just disappointing, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, you can't just laugh at it. That it's way, like you're rubbing it in there, like, It's typical. It's like he's rubbing it in, you know... At the time, you know, head in hands, head in hands moment, wasn't it? Yeah. Again, disappointing. Well, he- head in hands moment for you boys, maybe. I was fucking kicking things, shouting. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a good day. Launching your phone across the that. room again. Yeah, fortunately, I launched it at the bed though. So it was all right. <laughs> Quite soft landing. Uh, do you think we should be looking over our shoulder after that draw? Is it, is it the case of... Too early to say. Is it too early to say? Is it now? I, I don't know. Are we coming? To, are we? Are we going into must-win fixtures in in the coming weeks? Yeah. Well, of course we are. I mean, there's teams around us. I mean, Birmingham for, for starters. We need to win that. Oh, well, we need to win. I say we need to. We don't need to. But you know, well, it, I, it's one of those games you, you kind of expect to pick up points from, or just look at them as well. Their form was terrible, but it makes you worry a little bit at the same time because uh, when teams aren't on form, i.e., Huddersfield. Yeah, they're picking points up against us as well. Or us. So look, but yeah, so you know, I, I don't know about looking over our shoulders just yet. Maybe not. Maybe a slight little look. I think you know you need to stop performing. Personally, so, yeah. sorry, Dave. Yeah. But, no, all I was going to say is, you would have said the same if you was a Charlton fan last season. Look at us. We had a great oh, yeah. start. We had a great yeah. start, and they dropped like a stone. 
Um, mm-hmm. have I was a gla- just about to say that. Have a glance over our shoulders now. Um, you know, the pessimist says we're only six points off relegation zone. The optimist says we're only, what, seven points off of the playoff mm-hmm. place. So, um, yeah, I think we should be a little bit, a little bit um, concerned, but not overly concerned. You know, if we get a couple of wins in the next couple yeah. of games, then the whole thing changes again, doesn't it? So, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm frightened that we carry on with this this not winning. If we're not winning, then we drop down to them places. You know, we could be in, we could be in that bloody quagmire be, through yeah stupid results. I feel let's, like I'm let's let's look after the next like three or four games. Exactly, we start looking. But yeah. for now, just get these next three or four games out of the way, and then we start looking. That's what I was going to say. I feel like we're. I feel like we, we'll, we'll have a bit of a clearer picture in like four games' time. So we've got Birmingham away, uh, Cardiff at home, Stoke away, Millwall at home. Ideally, you really want to win them two home fixtures and potentially yeah. get a win at Birmingham, don't you? Stoke, you could probably say, is going to be a free hit to go and maybe get a point or something. But it's going to be interesting. So it it's just, points before that. And I feel like... If we're performing well in these games and we don't get maximum points, I'll be more like, all right. But if, for me, it'll be a worry if we come away from Birmingham with zero, we lose at home to Cardiff. But then again, why am I saying that? I've got because I think you know, we I think we're due a proper win away because we haven't had a proper win away. We've had a one nils, haven't we? We're due a, a good game where we where we play really well and get more than one goal. We're due it. That's how I look at it. And in the same way, Huddersfield fans would have said at the weekend they're due a result. They've had a bad run. They're due a result. You know. That's how I would feel about it. So I don't think we're going to win at Stoke. We do need to win our home games, and we should have won the home game Saturday. It would have been a life, been a lot easier, wouldn't it? We could make a big statement if we go to Birmingham and and get a good result, though, couldn't we? We could, you know, go in and be actually we're not hovering around them relegation zone. We're we're going to push on, and we're, we're going to push, push on. on. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's the, that's the whole that's the phrase, isn't it? I mean, to push on, we need yeah. to push on. How many times have we said that after like a like a good result away, or like you know, the other week against Bournemouth or whatever? And then the fixtures after that, you think, yeah, we need to win. We, we can easily win this, win that. And it's not happening for us. I think the disappointment is it's come off... Saturday's come off the back of some really hard games. And we're thinking, OK, we didn't, you know, didn't expect to win these games. So it's not a problem. But when you come across then the teams that are in and around you, these are the ones you want to beat. And especially the ones in the bottom four or five, you need to beat those. You need to just keep that gap there. Because yeah. otherwise we'll end up, what, you know, just like Charlton were last season... And, uh, you know, clinging on. And I don't want that to happen. Don't want any more pressure than I had last year. I did see an interesting comment on social media the other day. And it, it said, like, how how many times can we keep saying, oh, yeah, but, you know, we created good chances. We created goals, good opportunities before, you know, you, look, you actually look at the bigger picture and go, yeah, but we're not picking up points or enough points. Like, people will say, I know Chelsea was in the cut, but you... you you get your chance. Brentford away, you get your chance. Blackburn away, you, you don't take your chances. And then again at home to Huddersfield, it's like at the end of the day, we've had chances in them games. We've come away with one point. Mm-hmm. At what stage do we need to start going, this isn't good enough? When, when we need, we're dragged we need the into points. a battle at the bottom. When we're dragged into a basement battle, then we can start saying that. But at the moment, like you say, about the whole how many points of playoffs and, you know, couple of wins or one, even one win and the results going for you. I mean, it could all change and it all looks positive again. Yeah. So I think we just need to stay grounded. Like the whole saying is, and obviously people go, oh, Christ's sake, but you know, never too high, never too low. It's just stay like that for the time being. Even if it's for the next couple of weeks, stay like that for the time being. 
And I don't want to see Luton fans on Twitter start shitting themselves and go, oh, fuck me, we're going to get relegated, this and that. Let's not get there yet, people. Come on. Keep like the that. faith. We're going to get points. We're going to get points. It's a good... Uh... Good transition to move on into today's focus, which was going to be Nathan Jones. We decided to uh, focus on him today purely because of the amount of tweets we saw the other day about why do we leave it so late to make substitutions? Oh, don't. Yeah. So the minutes the subs were made on a Saturday, and this is good from producer Jacob. He, he texted me today. And he was like, please don't abuse me on the podcast today. I've done, <laughs> done a good job. And he has. Look, he's even put the minutes the subs were made. 72nd, 83rd, 87. It, I feel like the game was crying out for some subs in that second half a bit earlier than the 72nd minute. But I feel like we've felt like this a lot this season, haven't we? It's not just making the change. Mm-hmm. It's making the right change, though, isn't it? You know, I would think I would have I wanted to go for it. I would have wanted to go for it rather than shore up, I think. Yeah, so I, yeah 100%. I think you know, we all most of us felt like that. And, and it would have been nice to maybe give, give your new guy... A, you know, a little shout at the end, you know, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes at the end of the game, get him on, see what he can do. Yeah. No, and also, can I just say, going back onto, was it the free world review, why sign Nombe? We keep saying it. Why sign him? We're not going to play him. What is the point? He's another one. He's in development still as well, right. though, isn't he? Let's be fair. Yeah. But, if he's, but Dave, if he's a development, why is he on the bench? Uh, do you know what I mean? You can't you can't put him on the bench. So you're not never going to play. I mean, he's come on. He's a decent little player, but it's the same as anyone. You've got these players at your disposal, and you go, no. With all, all due respect to Glenn Ray, I love Glenn Ray, but I don't, he wasn't the right decision, was he? I mean, I'm not saying that obviously now because obviously you know we weren't conceded, but I think we all sat there watching the football and we went, nah, not Glenn Ray. Come on, not now. Yeah. Not so now, who you know who I mean? would you prefer uh, at that point? Well, was Ray the first the up? Boys. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I think he was, yeah. But, well, he, any of the new boys, you know what I mean? An attacking player, even Moncur. Moncur. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Someone, just some oh, bit of pace going forward or whatever. But well, did he change the shape up when he brought Glenn Ray on? I don't know. Or maybe more defensive midfielder. Uh, sorry, more defensive midfield. Yeah. Overall from the rest of the game, I don't know. But... You, uh, obviously, ob- obviously, Nathan sees the game different to us, right? Because otherwise, he would make those subs early. You'd hope, wouldn't you? You know. Well, yeah, and he's a professional in the day, isn't he? So you'd hope to but, think that he he knows why he's making them so late. But when the fans are standing there screaming, "Come on, get get a change on!" Yeah. How, how can yeah, they, also, how can the can man I just not say, Dave, as well? He was what was. If I'm not mistaken, Nathan Jones is one of the blokes that moaned about not having more than three substitutions at the beginning of the season. I'm pretty sure he moaned about that and he wanted the five subs. And now he's not using them. So yeah. what's going on there then? Well, he, obviously, I mean? he obviously thought the team had it in them to get to get the win without making the change. Sometimes, you know, you don't make changes, do you? Because the team's playing really well. But that second half was Pretty atrocious. Right. That, that second half was atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. So he, he should have made the, the early. But it's not the only mm. time this season he's not made the early substitution, no, is it? No, of course it is. We, we sat there many other occasions screaming for subs like earlier on. And you you know what I mean? You've got to wait till, I don't know, the 80th minute or the 83rd, 4th minute or whatever. I don't know. And by that point, you think, fucking hell, do you know what I mean? We can concede in that time. And, you know, and probably after the times we have conceded. Yeah, some, sometimes late, though, Bataro, sometimes he, he, he makes tactical changes without making player changes. And, and that helps us and that works. Sometimes that mm-hmm. happens. But at the weekend, it was crying out for new blood in there and it was crying out for something different. And he, he did leave it too late. You, you know, what was it? What was it, 18 minutes? It's not enough. 
yeah, all I'm saying is, God help whoever else. Well, if that was someone else in charge, God help him. Because I, you know, like I think because it's Nathan like James slightly, I think he gets away with it sometimes. But look, no criticism. He's done a great job for Luton. But you know, I just think anyone else in there sometimes gets a bit more abuse than what he gets. Yeah, and his job is to keep us in the division, isn't it? That's his job this year: keep us in the division or flirt with the playoffs. You know, huh. don't get relegated That'd is his nice. job. Don't get relegated. You know, train the team to get better, develop the squad, and push on from there. That's what his job is. So, at the and moment, to make subs at the correct time of the game. Well, of course it is, but that that that's all part of it, isn't it? But you you desperately yeah, of course you desperately want him to but do well for I, us now. Yeah, but overall, though, obviously Nathan Jones, overall he's done a cracking job for us. Like I say, people have obviously got their personal reasons for you know not liking him, whatever else, but. On the footballing side of it, you've got to give him some credit because people cannot moan too much about him at the moment. Even I'm not going to moan about him. But no, nah, I'm joking. But <laughs> it's just... <laughs> you'll be... Do you understand what I'm saying, though? If it was anyone else, sometimes he'd get criticised more than he's getting. Yeah, but then again, I did see a lot of criticism from him on Saturday on, on Twitter, which is why we decided to talk about it today. Is because we did see a lot of people saying, why have we not made subs? Why do we leave it so late? Why have we not brought on an attacking sub instead of Ray? Why not just give Adebayo 10 minutes? If we've just signed a striker yeah. for, for some money, why not just give him 10 minutes? Because he'd have been, he been had, something yeah. different. He'd have been he well keen, wouldn't he? As well. He'd have been well keen to get on and, and prove that, you know, yeah, this is why I'm here. What he said in his interview. Yeah. And, you know, and also because um, Huddersfield were after him as well, weren't they? So yeah. Um, yeah. it would have been double bubble there if he'd have scored. So it's, it's I don't know. It's, I can't. You can't explain why he makes those those choices. You just can't. At the end of the day, well, Nathan look, Jones' we season. We might go and win our next three games. Yeah, exactly. And, and do you know what? Just a, just a point. We can all be brilliant managers from the terraces. Well, exactly. <laughs> we can all be yeah. brilliant managers, and you know, you don't know the pressures that the, the the team are under, or the manager is under, and how they make their decisions, or you know what they what. What do they know that we don't know? That sort well, of thing. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Nathan Jones see these players day in, day out. He's in constant communication with them. He knows what's best for the team, hopefully. So you just got to trust him, ain't you? Uh, we asked you guys what you thought of, of Nathan Jones and why, why he leaves subs so late. And should we be looking over our so- shoulder? So Dave says, for me, he's doing a decent job at the start of the season. Almost without ex- exception, people were saying surviving a little more comfortably than last season would be a good season, which I guess... Mm-hmm. everyone would agree if so far we've done more than that still in mid-table and whilst I'll accept the gap is closing we have also been on a tough run of fixtures the month ahead is a real test the likes of Birmingham Millwall Sheffield Wednesday Forest and Rotherham um, they are the games I believe will define the rest of our season which mm-hmm. I guess is what we said we just said get that. through these games mm-hmm. and judge us in four or five six games time it's nice yeah. to know that Dave knows what he's talking about Sam says, I still think he's done a decent job because five years ago, I'd never thought there would be in the championship, let alone being in a rela- uh, relegation zone. Interesting. Well, yeah. You know, Sam has done, a, uh, you know, said exactly what we're thinking. Five years ago, we were crap <laughs> compared to where we are now. You don't want to get stuck in, in that mentality of we'll no, accept because I, no, bang because, average because we were where we were five years ago. No, because I could say to you, I've I've seen Luton in, you know, the, the first division, the Premier League, yeah. you know, and I saw them there for 10 years, you know. So at the end of the day, um, you all want to see the best out of your team. And at the moment, we're not performing well, but you can't blame the manager all of the time. Uh, Dave, 
Can I yeah. just say congratulations for saying Premier League two weeks in a row now? <laughs> From <Thank> Luke. <laughs> Thanks, Patara. Yeah, well done. So I thought I'd get an essay first. Engraved yeah. in your brain. That's all we like to see. James says, it's too early to be looking over our shoulder, seriously. Um, but we should probably be taking a glance or two without looking again. I think we're only six points above Birmingham, who we play Saturday. And they're only a few places above the bottom three. I think they're in the bottom three now, Birmingham. They're in the bottom um, three, yeah. 28 points, I believe. And as for Jones's substitutions, I have no clue. We can see it. Why can't he? Anybody would think that I'd read all this before we started, which I hadn't. But it's exactly <laughs> what we've been saying. Yeah. It's exactly what we've been saying, you know. Um, yeah, we do need to keep an eye on what's going on behind us. It, you know, It's only further. natural to slightly look over your shoulder. But at the same time, I mean... How would look, you feel if, if, we, if, we, don't be, but if we don't beat Birmingham Saturday, we could be three points off that relegation zone and then everybody panics more? Oh, jeez, you're stressing me out now, Dave. Christ. Yeah. Always the nice way of looking at it, isn't it? Because we could go to Birmingham and <laughs> smash them 4 0. Well, I've already said that. I think we're due. I think we're due a good result at Birmingham. I think we're due a good away performance and a good result. So let's take it this time. Chris says he's put us in a much better place than this time last season, but we risk doing what Charlton did. They had problems like Taylor. And I think Nathan Jones has a much better United group. So I hope that means we'll get a few wins and get in a bit more of a role. Uh, this month is huge for us. I'd like subs earlier too. Um, it's too many times that we make changes just after we concede rather than push on to get a result. He clearly cares about the club, which is what we want. Yeah. Well, I can't argue with that, Chris. I literally can't argue with that. <laughs> I do guess you look at the the end of last season was is, is a one-off season with COVID and stuff. You know, that you get that three-month break in it. But Charlton did have their problems with, with Lyle Taylor. Hull dropped like a stone because they lost two of their best players in the window. So you'd arguably say, we've come out of this transfer window stronger you know, I still couldn't see us picking up points at home. I can. Whereas like whole fans were getting to that stage where they were like, couldn't see themselves winning. I still see us winning. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm still confident that we're going to get, you know, a couple of good results in the next few weeks. But it's just all about sort of killing games off and, you know, taking your chances. But we're all realistic. Well, I like to believe we are. And I'm, not everyone is. But, you know, it's sometimes that's what happens. You have have your little rats and but, but look, yeah. it's not that bad at the moment it just it feels could, it, it just feels the day it is bad I mean, we, over, we overreact do you know what I mean but yeah. even I overreacted Saturday slightly do you know what I mean but <laughs> when don't you, you know overreact like, well yeah because it's, it's quite frustrating we know that you, when you're making chances and you're not taking them and then you go and can see shitty goals and it's you know what I mean it's I could sit all day saying the same thing, but it would be nice. Boring. It would just be nice to have two, three wins on the bounce, wouldn't it? That's that's what we're saying. Yeah. You know, get a couple of wins going, and then you've because like you know, it just feels like ages ago since that's happened. And last week on the podcast, we I said to you guys at the end, how many points would you like from the next three, or how many would be good? Mm. You both said what seven you'd take. Yeah, seven. we're on course yeah. for seven points. So positive, chilled, relaxed, and calm, and ready for Birmingham Saturday. Mm-hmm. Go well, for the actually, win. I wanted nine, so. Oh, you wanted nine? <laughs> yeah, but it's all right. Oh, I'll we'll try again. Seven. Nine from the next three. Let's, we can hope, right? Um, let's get some Insta and Twitter questions today. Uh, George says, do you think it's fair to completely write off Hilton when he's played less than 10 games worth of minutes in the championship? It's looking more likely, yeah. Of course, it's looking yeah, more likely, curious, given the signings. Yeah. Given the signings. Bio, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Given the signings, it's probable. Right, so I don't, I don't like to see, obviously, because it's quite sentimental with Danny Hilton, isn't it? We all love him. You, you know what? 
again, how, how sentimental do you want to be? Do you know, mm-hmm. how long do you keep someone at the club just because they used to be good? Oh, yeah, no, I don't Or just because they, they've been a good servant to the club, how long do you keep them there? The I club, still think he's a good player, but maybe yeah, but the club's need. always moving on, isn't it? It's always developing, mm-hmm. and if that means that these players reach the end of their time with Luton Town, I wish them well. I don't think Danny Hilton would have, like, completely taken up all of our wage bill either. So I feel like him getting that contract, just as a squad player in COVID time, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if there was no COVID, his contract wouldn't be renewed at the start of this season. We could have gone out and maybe spent money on a striker in, in the summer. But I feel like with COVID, maybe it was just a sensible thing to do. Because if it, maybe it got to that stage, if Collins did get an injury earlier on, that we would have had no one. So... But now you we've know. got we've yeah, got two more options, haven't we? Yeah. So, you know, you're developing for the future. You're keeping your experience there. You know what Danny Hilton can do if he gets a chance. Um, is he good enough? If he gets a chance, a proper one, hopefully he'll score him. Hazard says, would you start one of the new boys up top Saturday or would you stick with Collins? Stick with Collins. I think you'd stick with Collins, right, wouldn't right. you? Maybe put... Yeah. Like to see Ince get a start. Yeah, he does a lot more than you know, score a little goal here and now. Obviously, I know he's not scoring many at the moment, but like I say, I've said it every week pretty much. He does more off the ball than what people think. Well, well, to be honest, I think people might see it. They should see it because he's brilliant off the ball. And like, I know people say, oh, yeah, but he needs to be in the box. He needs to score goals. But like I said as well last week, obviously, I'm a, I'm a foot manager or whatever. Obviously, everyone knows that. But, you know, maybe you need something with him. Some up there with him. Some up there with him. Why give a new guy a chance up there with him as well? Then why not? Um, The new guys will be chomping at the bit to show that they're good enough to play. Mm -hmm. I would love just to see Adebayo and Collins up front. Ince on left mid, four four two, flat four four two. Ince left mid, Cornick right mid, Adebayo Collins, Mm -hmm. Dewsbury Hall and Pelly, and then you use your back four. Give that a go. See what happens. Yeah, I'd love to see a four-four-two as well, mate. Probably very, lose three-nil and everyone would moan at me. Give Nathan a ring. <laughs> yeah, give him a quick ring. This is the kind of thing though where you'd need like a cup game against like a lower league team or something, or just you know a cup game. This would have been like that Reading game a few weeks ago. Try something new out, but I guess with squad rotation at the moment, it's it's tough in it. But Saturday's a massive game. Um, Harvey says, if Luton ever get into Premier League, how many years do you think it will take? How long's a piece oh, of string, God, really, nice. isn't it, to be fair? Um, you'd like to think we could be pushing for the playoffs in a, a season or two. That's what I feel. Uh, like I said the other week, though, I think the real the real swinging, the real things that will swing that in our favour is the new stadium. The new stadium. You've got to get the stadium first, yeah, I think. Yeah, get the stadium yeah. sorted. Because there's it. no point in going up, you know, and being, you know, terrible. You want to compete a bit more than, you know. To be fair, there is. If you go up and a terrible well, and get relegated, yeah. the amount of money you get. Well, there is that money, but a lot of that. Sorted. Yeah, but talk, no, you say that, but a lot of that money goes to the players. A lot of money goes to the players. The players' salaries are overinflated in that division because of the money. So when they come down to some of the, that's why the parachute payments were there, because they, otherwise they'd have to wholesale their team all the time. So it's not a fair competition and it's not a, it's not a fair distribution of the money in that division so yeah go up our, our investors will be happy we'll be happy for one season but if we if we don't consolidate that we won't be happy the following season i'm going to make a prediction if we're in power court in 2024 i'm going to say we'll be in the premier league by 2028 there you go yeah that's ages away <laughs> i want to be in there that's before that come on well, like as a realistic prediction 
just got to wait for that stadium, haven't we? Well, Hang on a minute. Then we goes back to football as well. well let's just say yeah. this: if you if you look at your employer, if you look at your employer, and you think they've started their new stadium last season or this season, this was season. it this season? Yeah, and they're on the verge of going up. So why can't we do the same? Because we're a bit. Because oh, we need because money. It, no, because the, we need the money. sponsorship and the money will come in when you've got a bigger stadium, bigger crowds. And you'll I've get, just made a prediction. You'll, I'm, you'll I'm, get, well, I'm, I'm just telling you, you get better players. Why can't we do the same? 2028 is my prediction. All right, then. Um, it's literally just a guess. It's not based on anything other well, than... Well, you just said, if we, you said it would take four years <laughs> after moving to a stadium. I'm telling you, why can't it be the same year as we move into the stadium? Okay. All right. Stop Let us know what you think. <laughs> oh, when oh, the town. You too, man. Crap me up. When do you realistic? Is it realistic to think we can be in the Premier League one day? And if so, how many years will it take? Is four years after Power Court realistic? Because I feel that's quite realistic. But anyway, uh, massive game of the weekend. Birmingham away. Let's get score predictions for you guys. Do you reckon we're going to get the win? Mm-hmm. I hope so. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. We're due a really good performance, so I reckon we're going to score two more than the opposition. Yeah, three-one. Three-one. I'd love. I'd love a three-one. Um, that's pretty much it for today. How's furlough life, Batara and Dave? You loving it? No, no. I want to go back yeah, to work. It's hit and miss. Well, you're getting paid for doing nothing. I don't get paid because I'm self-employed. So um, at the end of the day, it's it's harsh. Although I get to walk the dog more. Every cloud. <laughs> well, yeah. Say, so what am I doing? Uh, what do I get to do? Oh yeah, girlfriend's washing. Brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I didn't think those curtains. Yeah, were, I didn't think those pink curtains behind you were in your bedroom, mate. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Mate, it's the only spot in the room where like, it's not all covered in flowers and pictures and whatever else. Nothing wrong so with that. If they were over tired, would there be nothing wrong with them? What? Well, no, of course. Well, I'll say, unless you've got flowers now in your room, mate. But yeah. yeah maybe I do. Um, thanks so much for listening today. Thanks so much for watching. Get us on socials at Owen the Town and join us next week for a review of the Birmingham game. Have a good week and we'll see you next week. Thank you.